That's a good time to come in. Good morning, y'all. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, with liberty and justice for some. And today we are in the great state of Michigan on the road, <clears throat> missing my family. And uh, glad I get to go back to them today. So praise the Lord for that. Uh, we here, it's a religion, call out the truth. We call evolution what it is, which is a religion. We call pretty much everything else that is outside of the Lord Jesus Christ, the world's face, faith, devil's faith, if you will. Um, the world tries to create fear. I mean, we're seeing a lot of that right now out of governments on this planet, trying to create fear in people, which is the devil's faith. Uh, Jesus Christ said, do not fear. And uh, we shouldn't. We shouldn't fear anything in this life because there's a life after this that is going to last a little bit longer than this one. Because if you really think about it, you're going to be gone from this earth much longer than you will be here. So either there is an afterlife or there isn't. Either there is a God or there isn't. Either Jesus Christ is who he says he was, which is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to the Father, no one comes to God, but through him, not through Muhammad, not through uh, some other method, Buddha, or doing yoga twice a week, or um, certainly not evolution. And uh, it's a sad state that, that men have decided to pursue the thoughts and words of men rather than God. And when you look at the Bible, I believe it's in the, the inspired word of God. I believe it's accurate uh, beyond anything we can know and understand in some cases. But it's something that, that is unchangeable. It's, it's not something that uh, we are in control of. It's something God did. God wrote this book through a bunch of folks and brought it all together into one book. And... Uh, it is what it is, and either you believe it or you don't. And so, there's no real other solution to the question, why are you here, and what is the purpose of this life? It's either Jesus Christ did create everything, as the Bible teaches, and is the sustainer and maintainer of life, and is frankly coming back at some point to reclaim uh, what is rightfully his. And most of us don't have any clue what living under a king would be like, although we're getting closer all the time with Biden in power and the people that handle him. It really is an amazing place we're at in this country, the United States of America, where you have a uh, supposed president that was not duly elected, that was installed. Um, there's more than enough evidence to convict him of that to convict people of cheating in the 2020 election and it's really a sad state that our news media and so many people are just okay with that and that's a scary place to be in my opinion in this country and I just wonder you know through the use of media and some of the other things the way cancel culture works I saw a story this morning about two professors a liberal one and a conservative one being able to talk about free speech and, and actually find common ground on, on free speech issues, being able to debate the issues and let people make up their own minds.
And yet they were shouted down and shouted out of the place by a bunch of college student idiots. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't call any of God's creatures an idiot, but the collegiate-level people in this country frankly are, if they've come, especially if they've come through the public school system and they're listening to their peers. Um, you know, you look at the BLM movements uh, prior to the 2020 election and what a joke that whole thing was. And it was a bunch of, uh, you know, I would say probably 70% white college-age gals. And it's sad that people can be so drawn into the falsehoods and lies of so many people. You know, we are one race, people, the human race. That's the only race that's that's got any definition to it. There's no race that says you're of the black Caucasian race. Or no, you're black Caucasian. That's kind of a, well, you could be a black Caucasian, I guess, in terms of the melanin level in your skin. And your biological makeup may have come from someone who descended from someone with darker melanin in their skin than lighter. Or, uh, you know, the, the idea of species, the idea of uh, these different things come through the, the process or the, um, the theory, if you will, of evolution. The idea that we're changing and we're, you know, doing this, doing that. But somebody point to me a creature that's in the middle of changing from one creature to another. And I, you can I, you can tell me all you want. Well, you just can't see it because it's going too slow. Well, that's crap. That is just a big pile of horse pucky because you would see it. You would see it happening. It is If it is happening, you would see it happening. And the, the dirty little secret is that no matter what you do to things, they're going to stay within the kind that God biologically gave them. Just like humans are not going to transform into something else. You know, there's a group of folks that think that, that they're going to make humans into some sort of cyborg creature. And that is our next step in evolution. And, you know, I, I pray for them when they meet God someday. Trying to play God. It's not a good idea. There is only one. And let's look at that. We, you know, here it's a religion. We like to start with the Bible, with the Bible being true, with the Bible being sufficient for everything that we need. The Bible um, telling us the truth of God and what we need to put our trust and faith in. And when you think of truth, there there is only one one truth. You can't have multiple truths. That totally destroys the definition of true. Something, if something's true, it's true. And that means uh, things that oppose it are false. And if Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, then everything else that comes against that is false. Colossians 1, verse 5. That's in the Bible, folks. For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof all of you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which has come unto you as it is in all the world and brings forth fruit as it does also in you since the day all of you heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth. And that is truth, folks, that God came, saved us through his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross, rose again the third day, and uh, 
died for our sins and we put our faith and trust in him, we are forgiven. We are covered from his blood and through his blood. Um, and we are reconciled with God through that process. So there's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's pretty clear. And that fruit, the gospel in you, then when the Holy Spirit comes and lives in you, produces fruit, produces a different direction in your life, produces less desire for sin or more conviction for sin, um, more desire to repent and put your trust and faith in Christ. And over time, hopefully sin less uh, than what you did growing up or what you did prior to Christ or what you did last week. And so there's a, a process involved in that. It's called sanctification, which is a whole different deal. But just simply having the hope for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. We have hope. You know, those of us who put our faith and trust in Christ have hope that in heaven there's it's going to be an amazing deal that we get to live with God, with Christ. And I don't know what the waiting line is going to be like to uh, come face to face with him, but I don't care. You've got eternity. I'm sure you've got time to wait. But it's going to be really, really, uh, I don't know. I mean, the closer I get to leaving this earth, the more I, I think about how wonderful that's going to be and how totally unworthy I am to be part of that and how thankful I am that he did what he did so that I could be. But when you think about your life, folks, what what is the purpose? What What do you put your faith and trust in? Are you trusting in your college professors? Are you trusting in your work colleagues? Are you trusting in your spouse? Are you trusting in, you know, and there, there's certain ways in which you should or could trust in all these folks. You know, a college professor in the subject that they're teaching, if they're an expert in it, well, there's certain things I'm sure that are worthy of you trusting in them for. But when they start going off about how there is no God and da 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 da, da then that's where you got to draw the line and say, hey, wait, buddy, that's personal belief at this point. And last I knew, you weren't paid to be a preacher. Much like, you know, people would give him a hard time if he started preaching the gospel in the middle of a college class. I respect that. If someone asks, I think they should be free to uh, say what they believe, and that's fine. You know, people, everybody has an opinion. But we're in a struggle right now for the soul of our country in the United States of America, and it's, it's starting to slip away. I can see it. And it's not because a majority of people do not believe in God anymore. I think uh, there's a strong foundation of belief in God in, in the United States. And I, I would gander it's probably like that in a lot of other places. But because of things like cancel culture, because of things like, uh, um, you know, the, the, the hate and vitriol that comes against people of faith and conservatism nowadays... I can't imagine all the stuff that comes against Trump and what he does. And people that stand for truth, that stand for the fact that, that two men should not get married. It's not right in God's eyes. And you can claim you it is okay all you want. It doesn't change it. And I'm not the messenger here. I'm not, I'm, or I should say, I'm just the messenger. I'm not the, the author of that. And if you want to be mad at God, that's your problem. I, I can't help you with that. 
And you can blame him all you want for how you are. And that's not right because you're the one that's suppressing the truth and unrighteousness when you do things that go against God's law and God's ordination for how this life is supposed to work. So, when you look at the news, there's so many things out there that don't make a lot of sense, that don't, uh, that aren't fruitful, that aren't, uh, how shall I say, um, there's just a lot going on. You know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there, there's a lot of uh, circumvention of the truth in the news. You know, you've got people putting uh, articles out about evolutionary discoveries that, that basically assume it to be true versus not even considering that there could be another story to the equation, which is just sad. You know, it's a disservice to people, I think. You know, if you're a news person and you don't look at things from every angle and at least project that and let people make up their own minds. You know, but that's not what the news is about. The news is about establishing a narrative and establishing it in your mind that things are a certain way. You know, there was a, I heard a story the other day, there was a study, did a poll about things, and they, they basically started with the premise, are you vaccinated or are you not? And then looked at the results of other things, other questions based on those two things. And it's amazing how differently the people thought. And, you know, some people were just fine with government control and government this, government that, which were the vaccinated folks. And the unvaccinated were like, forget that. I want freedom. You know, I want to be free to make my own choices. And we're getting to a scary place where too many people are too willing to give up their freedoms um, to be controlled. And when that happens, it's all over, you know, as far as, you know, a free society and free democracies. You know, you can say we're free all you want, but there's so much top-down control now between the big tech companies and and all these other places. And I, you know, I don't, I don't think the Republicans are going to be able to hold it back. So, find yourself a plot of ground and learn how to grow your own food. That's what we're doing. Anyway, you know things are have gotten bad when you have a Supreme Court justice who can't even define what a woman is. That that really took me back when I saw that uh, the other day. I was reading a little bit about that this morning. And it's just a simple question. You know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, for crying out loud, was even like, men and women are different, right? But you have our society allowing a man to compete in women's sports, which I don't necessarily, I think sports should be sports. And if women can't cut it uh, competing against men, then they shouldn't be in the sport. But... I'm probably a very, very minority in that. You know, people love women's sports uh, for whatever reason. And uh, I think it's it's kind of pathetic because they can't compete with men. You know, it's a different deal. You know, they can compete with each other and whatever. That's fine. Give them the gold medal. But uh, at the end of the day... It is wrong, I think, if you're going to set up things that way, where you, you know women are competing one side, men and another, and then allow men to say, "Well, I'm a woman." You know, now obviously you're not going to have too many women saying, "Well, I'm a man. I'm going to go compete with them because she'll get destroyed." And it's okay that that we're different. It's okay that that God made us different because because of that we exist, right? We're able to 
propagate the species. We're able to uh, have children and things like that. And it's a good, beautiful thing. And men and women should get married and, and be monogamous and, and have that relationship that God called them to have for a lifetime. And that in and of itself is a beautiful thing, which has, has lost its value in our society today. And that, you know, the whole idea of family and what a family is, um, is a big deal. And the left has been trying to destroy that for many years and they become more and more successful. As more and more people think that it's okay that two men are okay to get married, and, you know, if they want to do that, that's fine. Go ahead, right? If you want to call it a marriage, then call it that. You know, under God, that's not going to be the case, no matter what you say or do. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you know, if 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 I think that uh, God really does desire something better for you and calls so and says so in his word, then I'm not going to lie to you, you know. If you want to believe in lies, that's your business. I, you know, I can't stop you from that. But if I truly love my brother or sister, then why would I not tell him the truth? I would say that to somebody who's sinning in other ways constantly, getting drunk all the time or um, cheating on their spouse or something like that. I would call them out for that. And I would hope to be called out for that myself if I was in that, that situation. But, you know, we're not living in reality anymore. When a, a woman, a woman, Supreme Court nominee, is asked the question, can you define what a woman is? And she can't even, well, it's a gal that's not pointing out, she's pointing in. You know, I don't know. I mean, it, it just, it's pretty surreal. Anyway, there's a lot to do for the kingdom today. Go and serve others. Put your trust and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and he will sustain you. He has said he will never leave you nor forsake you. And if you do not know him and you're not sure, you know, find a Bible, read the book of John, and get to know him. You know, seek him out. He will be found. Trust me. Um, may take a while. It took me a little while before I finally gave in and gave up and said, I can't, I know I can't do this. I know I'm never going to be good enough for you. Please help me, save me. And he did. And uh, I've been the same since. So have a blessed day, everybody. Thank you for stopping by. And we will hopefully be back to you tomorrow, um, along with my son, Ethan, who I hope will participate in this adventure going forward. Thank you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on a porch swing. The summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six strings. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings if I still got breath in these lungs. And that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my mama.